Elissa Lam was born in Vancouver, British Columbia, shortly after her parents immigrated to Canada from Hong Kong. The Lam family opened a small restaurant in Burnaby, the third largest city in British Columbia. The restaurant was called Paul's, and it was based on homestyle Chinese and Canadian food. Young Elissa had a pretty tight circle of friends and a very close relationship with her family. Her interests included gaming, reading, psychology, and traveling, but she was also a sucker for a good comedy movie. While Alyssa could be very outgoing, joking and laughing with people she recently met, there was another dark side of her. If she felt a little bit overwhelmed, shy, or anxious, she would withdraw into herself, creating a duality complex between her craved interactions with others and the need to be quiet within herself. She found a solution to the urge of disappearing within herself by starting two blogs in 2010 on her main blog called Ether Fields. Elissa described herself as an introvert and wrote about the way she enjoyed watching others, their interactions, their whole lives as she sought the truth about herself and about the world. Her writings show that she felt perhaps a little lost, trying to figure out the direction she wanted to go. The introduction section of her blog was a quote that read, You're always haunted by the idea that you're wasting your life. In early 2013, 21-year-old Alyssa Lamb decided to take a trip to California. Among the places listed on her trip plan were San Diego, Los Angeles, and Santa Cruz. And while she managed to make it to the first two, she never got to Santa Cruz. Her last social media posts were from San Diego Zoo with pictures of herself and several animals. During her trip, she contacted her family daily, usually through phone calls, explaining daily events and plans for the coming days. It was a dream trip of sorts, and everyone who spoke to her during that time said she seemed optimistic, was doing very well, and she was enjoying the time spent there. According to documents released by the court, Alyssa Lamb made reservations online for a three-night stay at the Stay on Main, formerly known as the Cecil Hotel, in downtown Los Angeles. The Cecil had its own dark history, considering its location, 640S Main Street, in an area of Los Angeles referred to as Skid Row, the hotspot for prostitution, crime, and drug activity. Among the most notorious associations with the Cecil Hotel, there is a rumor that the Black Dahlia, Elizabeth Short, a case we will cover in the near future, was seen drinking in the bar in the days before her death. In 1964, a 79-year-old retired telemarketer named Pigeon Goldie Osgood was killed in her room. In the 1980s, Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker, stayed at this hotel for several weeks. It was his home during part of his killing spree. Later, in 1991, an Australian serial killer named Jack Unterweger stayed at the Cecil Hotel during which time he strangled and murdered at least three prostitutes. Due to these violent associations, the Cecil officially changed its name to Stay on Main Street, creating new signs, a new website, trying to ignore references to its old name. When Alyssa Lamb made her reservation, she opted for a shared room, but her roommates asked the hotel staff to remove her due to her odd behavior. At this point, she was given a private room located on the fifth floor. On January 31st, Alyssa failed to place a call home, and she did not check out of the Cecil. Her worried parents filed a missing persons report on their daughter, but officers were dispatched to the hotel on February 1st. All rooms were searched, even the roof of the Cecil, but Alyssa was nowhere to be found. Lamb had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression, but her parents decided to keep this from the authorities, thinking they would dismiss her disappearance if they knew, and they were probably right to do so. 
After a week searching for leads, the Los Angeles Police Department released a video of her last known whereabouts, security camera footage from inside the hotel's elevator. It was this video that sparked interest from amateur internet sleuths because of her seemingly strange behavior. Lamb pushed the buttons for several floors at once, then appeared to hesitate, poke her head into the hallway and look quickly back and forth before backing into the elevator and ducking into the corner. The elevator doors did not close. She poked her head out again, then leaves the elevator altogether. She stands to the side and gesticulates strangely with her hands as if she's talking to someone though there's no one that can be seen on the video. Finally, Lamb leaves the scene entirely, and the elevator doors close. During the search for Lamb, guests at the hotel began complaining about low water pressure. Some later claimed the water was colored black and had an unusual taste. On the morning of February 19th, Lamb's body was found in one of the four 1,000-gallon tanks providing water to guest rooms, a kitchen, and a coffee shop. The tank was drained and cut open since its maintenance hatch was too small to accommodate equipment needed to remove Lamb's body. On February 21st, the Los Angeles coroner's office issued a finding of accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. The full coroner's report released in June stated that Lamb's body had been found naked. Clothing similar to that she was wearing in the elevator video was floating in the water, coated with a sand-like particulate. Her watch and room key were also found with her. Lamb's body was moderately decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish, with some marbling evident on the abdomen and skin separation evident. There was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault, or suicide. Toxicology tests, incomplete because not enough of her blood was preserved, showed traces consistent with prescription medication found among her belongings, plus non-prescription drugs such as Sinutab and Ibuprofen. A very small quantity of alcohol was present, but no other recreational drugs. The most plausible explanation is that Lamb had bipolar disorder, and according to her autopsy, had only taken her prescribed stimulant medications, but neither of her stabilizers. This may have led to a manic episode, which can cause some bipolar sufferers to experience hallucinations or psychosis. If Lamb had a manic episode, it's possible she thought someone was following her, perhaps causing her to hide in the water tank for safety. This doesn't satisfy everyone, however. The hotel's water tanks are not easy to access. They are located on the roof of the Cecil, and only hotel staff keys unlock the doors to the roof. Lamb could have used the fire escape to get onto the roof, but those trigger alarms and the hotel staff say they never heard the alarms go off. Also, the openings to the water tanks are 10 feet up and require a ladder to reach, but there were none around the night Lamb ended up inside. The lid to the tank also was not hinged, leading some to wonder how the lid was closed if she got in of her own accord. The hotel's grisly past only helped fuel the paranormal theories buttressed by Lamb's unsettling behavior in the video. Even the footage itself is a focus of some conspiracy theorists who allege that the timestamp at the bottom of the frame skips forward as if a minute of footage were removed. It is also noted that at times, while Lamb appears to speak to someone, her mouth is pixelated, obscuring her words. Finally, in an even more bizarre coincidence, it was discovered that a tuberculosis drug was being studied nearby the Cecil. The name of the drug? Lamb Elissa. While nothing has been found connecting Lamb or her death with the tuberculosis study, this was just one more in a series of strange circumstances that ensure that Elissa Lamb's death 
will be a source of fascination and speculation for a long time to come. So what's your theory on Alyssa's death? Killed by a hotel employee? Tuberculosis drug test subject? Traveled to another dimension via the elevator game? Maybe just an accidental drowning caused by her bipolar disorder and the medication she used? Or maybe you want to create your own theory after you read her blog on Tumblr. Let me know what you think in the comments below.